See, we should have been recording already. Hey, we don't we don't have anything is... to, to talk about now. I'm just trying to to play to play DJ over here, okay? I That's have enough. I love the option to leave the meeting when it says you're being recorded. Really? Yeah. It says no, thank you. Mm. So you are now being recorded. Would you like to leave? They're like, hey, nice your, pri- try, your, your privacy might be being infringed upon. Boys, boys, don't show your titties now. We're being recorded, okay? Everybody just I keep the, nip- the nipples away. It is pretty funny, though. It's like, it, I mean, I do not consent to being recorded. If I find that on YouTube, you'll hear from my lawyer. Good thing we're not monetized yet. No. Speaking of monetized, we don't have enough people to bother them with ads. What are we at? Let's talk 12. about metrics for a second. No, we don't want we're to do that on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Let's no, talk we have about uh, our, our great fan base. 28 listeners, and I want to say 14 subscribers on Spotify when I last checked. Gave I mean, it. that's more than 12, so. It is more than 12. Oh, we're over 100 streams, though. I think we're up to 150. So that's great. I mean, yeah, that's what, 15 people listen to our 10 episodes? It's pretty good. Well, it's, it's just JJ, really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just JJ playing it over and over. Well, listening to it on repeat. Speaking of, of fans, uh, I spoke to my manager about, uh, you know, our podcast, so... If uh, Mark, if you're listening, this is really awkward. So I hope uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoy everything that you found so far about me, even though we don't know each other that well. Since we're talking, I love that so much. Mark, he's yeah. a good guy, and he deserves a raise. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you. Um, while we're talking metrics, uh, we have a new international listener. Uh, we had one stream from Australia, so we love that. I mean, it's because those one girls from down under Australia is just the is just the America of like the EU, right? They're it's, in the EU, right? Uh, it's probably just a giant spider, but that's fine. <laughs> it could be that. Do you remember the 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 two girls from that we met on Omegle in uh, junior junior? Uh, I remember Rachel, Rachel and, and Beastie, Beatty, something like that, Beatrice. Beatrice? Some some B something. Yeah. We're still Facebook friends. I still see their really? posts. Yeah. Yeah. Um speaking of Australians though, they are uh having some problem with their COVID restrictions, right? I saw a protest and um some they were clashing with the police and I saw one guy specifically when they clashed, he ran like he just instantly dropped two cops and ran right through the police line <laughs> and just like dropped four or five of them. He was just running through, slinging people to the ground and just throwing elbows and shit. I mean, he oh, was like, God. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so props to that guy. Could you imagine getting bowed in the face by a running man? Like, now, even yes. with that riot gear, I know that face shield smacking you in the nose oh. and you're going down. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I guess you just don't really expect that when you're the, the man and yeah, the position the of power. Man. Yeah. I'm well, the man. He horse collared one of them. I think that's almost worse. Like, <laughs> like, like. Imagine you're red. You're getting ready for the wall of protesters to come at you, and you just get yanked from your shirt collar to the ground. Just like, hey, that's not how this is supposed to happen. 
Hey, man. He, he was ready to be pushed and he got yanked back. Exactly. Yeah. He was yeah, not ready. That's, that's Evil and summon beast man. This is unacceptable. I like to believe that that's the guy that listened to our podcast. Skeletor. That was yeah. why, he's, why he's waiting to be arraigned for <laughs> for assault. Yeah, I think that's that's probably pretty accurate. Sadly, unless we have any 80s babies, my Skeletor voice was probably lost. To oh, no, oh, no. I know he made oh, oh, no. Okay, good. That's good. Well, um... I guess this is the podcast. Welcome right? back, everyone. This is episode two. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is uh, 14? 14. We're all back again. Uh, uh, a little, a little. We're doing some cults tonight. Uh, some some current, cults. current events. Vaccine mandate. Uh, the world's going to end in World War III. Um, am I the asshole? You know, the normal, normal stuff. Uh, but I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I want unique listeners from the Ukraine. I think that would be hilarious. Then we can get some insight on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I personally have COVID right now, but I'm committed to my weekend job. So here I am. And then, um, you know, we got Josh over there. Hey, well, can you put a mask on, please? I really don't feel safe. <laughs> yeah. If I cough into the microphone, I apologize because you might catch it. So. I don't know if you knew this, but Zoom has this nifty little feature where you can transfer your germs through uh, fiber <laughs> fiber optic internet. Wait, didn't we talk about this once? Yes. About yeah. uh, about transmitting uh, sexual favors over video calls. Yeah, totally. I feel it's like, like it's a little. This, different. this works the same way, just a little yeah. different. Well, yeah. so, okay, mean, so we just need a vial of COVID, right? And then when Nick sneezes, we both just drink it. That would be like, uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, the thought of Josh. Okay. How's Josh? Anyway. You're you're living in like a fucking Tom Hanks movie right now, buddy. Um, life has been a joke for the last Money Pit. Have you ever seen that movie, Money Pit? I have seen that movie. That's what your life reminds me of right now. Um, I think it's a I think it's a cross between that and the disorganization of home alone yeah i mean i think i really do like i i think that that's really where maybe we're just a but pinch. do you feel like macaulay culkin uh not quite he's just a your best friend of michael jackson of paranormal activity just like a little dash uh, of paranormal activity yeah i'm still gonna say that was a mouse but I- i'm not i'm not sure yeah, well, we've talked about ghosts on this show before, so yeah. And your guys is we we know how you feel. You know how. Yeah, but your guys is like hyper. I'm sensitive. gonna be honest. I don't remember how you guys feel about ghosts. <laughs> you well, and, you and Nick are very similar, and I was the odd man out, being like, eh, nah, nah. I'm telling Josh. That's he usually needs, how it goes. He needs yeah. to go back and listen to the episode to artificially <laughs> inflate our numbers. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. I'll put it on play when I go to bed tonight. There you go. I bet you won't even listen to it. Um, no, I listen to every episode when you're I do the editing. That's not that's not enough. You do twenty seconds. You're like, oh, this sounds fine. Hey, By hey. the way, I lost my Samsung uh, ear pods, and I am actually pretty fucking furious about it at the moment. Last time they were in my car, and I gave them back to you. Yeah, well, this has been months I mean, since. Then, so. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, but this awesome. happened. This happened between uh, like seven a.m. this morning and like an right. hour ago. <laughs> so, yeah, it's I've the looked, COVID maybe brain your brain. Yes, yeah, COVID, COVID brain. <laughs> you know, it's really funny though. It's like I still have smell. I still have taste. Um, I really just have like a cough, a little bit of sore throat, maybe a headache, and then uh, really like my, I can breathe just fine through my nose. I feel like certain times, like I feel like not a tightness, but just kind of like a, a little bit of labor in my chest. But I think it's just in my head somewhat. Have you and tried I don't, pushing the baby out of your chest? And I don't think the um, I don't think the vaping really helps in this scenario. Mm. So vaccines putting in work for you. That's what it is. Hey, you know Johnson Johnson um got a really bad rap on the vaccine front as they should have they have really terrible fucking side effects is that what you got yeah oh you're screwed nick i'm so sorry isn't that the zombie one (laughs) yes no (laughs) i'll be all right i might grow a tail next year but i'll be all right i'm actually over six months past the vaccine this is my seventh month so the fact that uh my uh symptoms are so um i guess you could call them uh non-severe is pretty impressive so that's good how many days in are you uh well i tested positive today i started kind of feeling like shit last night and then i decided to test at about one o'clock this afternoon because i was just like i feel like it i feel i've tested mind you dozens of times in the last two years uh i used our last at home test and I was like, you know what? I have a feeling this is the one. <laughs> I was like, this is the one. The and, lucky test. And I took it, and lo and behold, it was positive. And I'm like, oh, yes, finally. You, you have to get that. <laughs> finally. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for this moment. Uh, do you have to get those like confirmed by a doctor? Uh, so what I have to do, and I have this already arranged for Tuesday, which think it's going to be a little sketchy because i'm wondering if i'm even going to test positive by tuesday because mm. you know whatever because it's only <sighs> five days now yeah well that's the cdc you know whatever it's also asymptomatic that's delta no it's omicron asymptomatic you're omicron so anyways <laughs> first day i ate got him <laughs> for my so- for my employer i have to um submit a positive PCR test in order to receive emergency time off, which is time off that the company provides out of their own pocket and doesn't take it away from your balance of your sick time or your vacation time. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, PCR tests are like really hard to get right now because everyone and their brother's fucking doing them. Mm-hmm. And um, they also are have like a one to three day turnaround time so by the time i would ideally get results i'll be getting out of quarantine based on the when i tested and you know at home would they backdate your like but yeah i think whatever? i think yeah I, they they have to they don't yeah. have a fucking choice mm-hmm. i mean if they're gonna hold out payment until they have that result i'll just say well here's the day i tested here's the day i got results I've been in quarantine for a week. I'm coming back the following Monday. So. Now, has your company adjusted their quarantine time? Is it 10 days or are they? Everything using- is CDC guidance, so it's five. 
five days gone and then five days masked but we already have a mask mandate at work like you can't go to work without a mask even if you're vaccinated even if you're vaxxed mm, spicy yeah it's really cool that's tyrannical i don't care really i don't it doesn't no, bother I me know. to wear a mask I, it's hey i have to wear deal. a mask when i'm at work too yeah i, I mean, know we know you're ripping out of bestos right now um uh, so no. <laughs> No. I was making a joke because you know I, I know because you work home. remotely at home. <laughs> you know, if this is how it's gonna be tonight, man, we're just gonna we're gonna just kill ourselves. How about that? I'll kill That's Josh. Okay. Tyler will kill me, and then <laughs> Tyler we'll, will kill himself. We'll, we'll we'll Jerry rig a cinder block to fall on his head when he once, kills me. <laughs> once once your heart stops beating, that's when the cinder block will fall. Exactly. Yes. It's See, proof. that's okay. We don't have to do this. We have some good content tonight. Uh, we're talking Jonestown, right? Uh, quick trigger warning, you know, for those of you who uh, need it. We're going to talk about some suicide uh, and homicide and uh, the death of kids. But it'll be okay. We can hold hands and we'll get through it together. Are you guys cool with that? Are we all are we all no, on board here? I'm probably gonna kill I'm myself now. Honestly, anti-trigger. But if you think if you think you need that in your life, if you think you need a warning, then sure. Hey, man, I don't need a warning, but somebody else might. No, and no, that no. Warning might I'm not be talking about you. I'm not talking, listening once. I'm not talking about once. you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking Ooh. about little Cindy Lou Who, who might just be listening. Even little Cindy Lou Who number turns into money. Okay. No, no. Okay. actually, they don't. Money. <laughs> no money. There's no money. Uh, there never uh, was any money. All right. Anyways, awesome. first we're talking Jonestown. You guys know anything about Jonestown? I know nine hundred nine hundred people died, and some dude fled in Africa, afraid of nuclear war. That's what I remember reading about. Um, almost correct. Yeah, uh, I do have one thing that I have to get off my chest, right? Uh, Jonestown, just the joke, you know, drink the Kool-Aid. Ha ha, don't drink the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid. Well, guess what? They didn't use Kool-Aid. They used Flavor-Aid, okay? So just, just so we're all on the same page. Was that, that a joke? Was, no, really. It, they really used Flavor-Aid. They did use so Kool-Aid. So that's like instead of Mountain Dew, Mountain View. Yeah. Gotcha. Or yeah, what is yeah. it dewdrop or something? Dewdrop, mountain ale, mountain, ale. mountain lightning. Uh, Not your father's mountain ale. It's <laughs> actually pretty good. All those, um, no, but they had millions of dollars from all these people, but they couldn't spring on the Kool Aid. They had to buy the Flavor Aid. You know, I think I might like Flavor Aid a little bit better. It's too bad Mio didn't exist back then. That would have been pretty that cool. Wild. Here's your Mio and cyanide. Mm. That is awesome. Have you ever put Mio? This is such a side. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but have you ever put Mio in fucking sparkling water? It's basically good for you soda. That's nice. Good for you soda. <laughs> it's extra. Are you it's from ex- Ohio? It's extra diet pop. 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 Uh, well, we call it know, pop here, Nick. We don't call you it. You know, so. as an Ohioan, I don't agree with the pop term. It sounds ignorant as fuck. So why pop the top? 
pop. Yeah, you pop it until you drink it. You got to pop it before you can drink it. You don't soda it before you yeah, drink it. Yeah, right. Exactly. It makes sense. And the the title has nothing to do with the act of drinking. It you is open it is. When you open Did the you can, this? How about goes, this? pop, How about hit. this? It doesn't go soda. How about this? Soda pop. Now that mm, sounds that's racist. Too much. I don't know why it does. Too many can I, anyone who calls it soda pop is also I, racist. Can I have a nice cold soda pop? pop. Sir, this is an unsegregated establishment, okay? You know so what? Go see? go Michigan. How about that? Okay, <laughs> we're going to have to kick you out of the you are meeting. Getting removed. <laughs> we'll see you next week, buddy. Get better on COVID. Go to the penalty box. I've Five minutes farewell. in the box. <laughs> okay, Jonestown. Jim Jones, right? We'll talk about Jim Jones first. Um, he actually wasn't that bad in the beginning. I mean, you think... The man killed 900 people. Uh, and I, w- I would say he killed them, even the ones that killed themselves, because they killed themselves based off of his lies. So he's at fault there. But he actually uh, was a very influential figure in Indianapolis uh, for the de- desegregation. Like, he was pretty, pretty influential in the community, community in Indianapolis. So he would you know, come into restaurants and be like, you're going to give me and my black friends here the table you normally give me. And the restauranteur would go, no, we don't serve those people here. And Jim Jones would go, look, you know who I am. All these people know who I am. So all these people are going to see me get kicked out of this business. Is that really what you want? Do you want a bunch of people to see you kick out an influential community figure? Or do you want me and my friends to fill your restaurant up? And they usually pick to have the restaurant filled up. So he would bring in, bus over his congregate, you know, and they'd all buy lunch and eat there and it'd all go great. So like with that and his beginning ideology was this whole, it's a church where you get something now. He appealed a lot to the black community, obviously with the segregation. And then also like this, he would help them get things done uh the story i heard was an early follower of her i forget the lady's name she was experiencing blackouts her power was always getting cut off and this and that and she was you know uh calling the electric company all the time and this and that and couldn't get it fixed so you know he sat down and everybody in the congregation wrote letters in her name and then the next week she came back and her lights were on so then he did that with everybody else who needed it so these people saw it as you know i go to this church and i am able to praise god but also get something now i don't have to wait until the afterlife for my reward i can have it now and i think that's interesting uh you don't really see that a whole lot now in other religions just like the anti-religions you know like the the church of what is it satanism the, the temple of satan the satanic temple um, I think you can achieve the same results from being a Latter-day Saint. That's pretty funny. I mean, uh, you know, in in reality, I think that religion is kind of a waiting game, and it's really just um, a, a turning point in a lot of people's lives. But I feel that what brought them to his following is their in their impatience uh, i would argue it was more uh 
They said give it to me now. (laughs) Well, it's more about the whole we're being treated as equals here and we can get things done here instead of being second class citizens, even in our our churches. But uh, I mean, that was his big thing. That's where he got. I want to say something like 70 percent of his congregation was was African-American and uh, something like 75, 60, 75 percent. So knowing how it all ended, do you think his end game was to actually eradicate those people on purpose? Um, no, I think he's just a sociopath and a narcissist. I think he literally, you know, I'm, I know, right. I'm a vessel of God. Uh, I'm an important man. And I have some evidence to back that up a little bit later. Uh, because I mean, after things were going well in Indianapolis, he, you know, was like, well, we need to spread the word. We need to go and spread the word uh and they decided on brazil so they you know he went to brazil but little thing about brazil the missionary market is way oversaturated everybody everybody's there so not only is everybody and their mom a missionary and a vessel of god uh where he was he didn't speak portuguese so he didn't speak the language either so like he was just it was it was not well thought out not well planned it was i'm jim jones I'm going to bring these people to God. You know what I mean? So he spent two years down there trying to get his, uh, his sect of the people's temple uh, off, off the ground there. And he couldn't between everybody having a church and not speaking the language. Um, and he, you know, couldn't admit defeat. So he just kept trying and trying and trying until a little something happened back here home, uh, that you guys might remember, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald decided to take a little shot at JFK, right? So the assassination of JFK, he used that as like a an excuse to come home. I can do more good at home. My country's falling apart. My my congregation needs me, right? So he uses that excuse to go home, and he comes back, and his church is in ruins. Like basically, while he was gone. People weren't there for his message. People were there for Jim Jones. Like they were there for the charismatic guy who does healings and uh, knows me by name. So he had to, he basically came back and he had to rebuild because not only like he left his church and then other people in the church took members away. Also segregation or desegregation just kept on rolling without him. So he, he didn't really have anything when he came back and that really pissed him off he was not happy about that so and then from there on from because of this uh this was like the beginning of the downhill spiral kind of uh because he micromanaged everything there was no trust or anything after that he had his hands in every bit of everything from obviously his sermon planning down to the bus schedule which i think is crazy you know what i mean that's too much for one man to keep track of, even if you are a vessel of God. Yeah, I mean, I can barely keep track of my day as it is. Exactly, so, right? For somebody who'd be tra- to keep track of, like, bus scheduling and all those other people. So, basically... I could do it. F- oh, you <laughs> Are you... I'm, I'm not even a vessel are, of God. <laughs> are you a master planner? <laughs> I could do it. I'm just built different. I... So, just to kind of recap... 
Jim Jones got most of his following because he stood up for African-Americans. Is that right? Yes, in the beginning, yes. In the beginning. So basically, he was the man who just stood up against all the white bigotists. Yeah, he was a, a, a good guy in the beginning, and it seems like his intentions were true in the beginning. And then he realized that, oh, I like... I like these people being followed, talking, being followed. Mm-hmm. See, that also leads me into another, this is kind of a little fun side story. He um, met up with another cult, like another cult uh, leader, the disciples of Christ and their leader was father divine. And he was a black man. So Jim Jones is like, Oh, okay. This is a progressive place. And I can learn a lot from this guy. But at this point, Jim Jones was, running soup kitchens and orphanages and old people's homes. That's where all the church's money was going to church, churchly things. Right. And he rolls up to the disciples of Christ and father divine is living in a fucking mansion with a full service staff and, you know, everything a man could want. So he's just kind of like, Oh, okay. This is how, this is how it can be. I see. And the fun thing about father divine is after he got his cult, had himself a little mistress, right? She wasn't a mistress. She was a secretary, but she was a mistress. And then his wife mysteriously dies in her sleep. And Father Divine comes out and he says, oh, my wife has passed. Uh, It's very sad, but it's okay. She's not gone. She jumped bodies to my assistant. My secretary is now my wife. She jumped into her body. How convenient. How convenient. (laughs) That's awesome. So Jim Jones sees this and he's like, okay okay i'm gonna do this so when father divine dies i'm father divine he jumps into my body right uh it doesn't really work out like that though people are like no you're you're a white man you are jim jones you are not father divine so that didn't work out uh but that kind of transitioned him into a small stint in politics right so he did a little bit of uh, time in politics, and he did somewhat well for himself. But more than anything, it ended up just bringing more notoriety to the cult. And usually, as politics does, it breeds enemies. So he had a lot of eyes on him, right? Combine that with them stepping up their recruitment and stepping up their intensity of worship. And you come, you end up with defectors talking to reporters, which is exactly what happened. Uh, people left the church and they started talking to reporters about how it was, you know, a cult and there were beatings and all kinds of stuff, uh, beatings and child labor and stuff like that going on. And this is where the, this is where the heat started. This is where the, we need to get out of Dodge kind of started the talks of going to Guyana. Uh, they actually talked about going to the Soviet union too, because their big thing was God and socialism. They used God to get them in the door, and then they bombarded them with the socialism. They were a socialist society. I feel like a lot of cults are. Yeah, it's. I mean, well, you have to think, ignoring how it's been put into play in the history, socialism sounds pretty great. It sounds like, it's like it sounds like oh, so like everybody gets a shit. Like in in theory, sounds like a good system. In practice, not so much because people are people, and uh, bad people always find their way in power. But I, so I, what? I mean, do we want to talk about that right now? Because I don't, I don't think that that's even on paper. I don't really find that that is even remotely decent. 
Um, I think that's probably for another episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's, well, probably, there's probably a lot there. <laughs> the but, the episode too, 15. There's, there's too much, actually. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> that's awesome. Capitalism is not perfect, but it is the best system. Um... <sighs> Well, once again, people will be people. People be people. Exactly. People people are what ruin capitalism just as much as people ruin every other fucking form Uh of government. At least in capitalism, you have a chance to call yourself out. Well, I mean, people will be people and they ruin everything just like they do cults and religion. (laughs) Which, I mean, go hand in hand. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, with this coming out, um, you know, there was some, some genuine tension around the cult about uh, all these you know articles coming out but jim jones he wanted more uh so he started faking assassination attempts on himself right um to create it some danger some drama you know keep things interesting so the so the people feel persecuted and trapped uh my favorite one though is apparently the first one he just walked out on his front porch and fired his 38 snub nose into one of the wooden pillars on his porch and then ran back inside screaming about how someone just took a shot at him. Uh, but when the cops showed up, it was pretty obvious to them that he shot the bullet. And they were like, well, this is weird. Okay. Whatever. Just a bunch of That's awesome. Christians doing godly things, I guess. So that's whatever. Yes. God told me to fire my weapon to intimidate my followers <laughs> so this is how drive-by started this is exactly how drive-by started um but from there you know that's where they he's like okay yeah we can't get in the soviet union because this is the soviet union uh they're not really taking just any americans off the street the only way to get in is if you have some real good information i mean look lee harvey oswald literally was a like a marine a low-level marine he didn't know anything or see any combat he was useless uh but they didn't want him because he was useless so they're not gonna sorry work. we're not accepting any new applications <laughs> he he got over there on a visa and they had to deport him back to the united states well you're you're ignoring the fact that when they tried to deport him he tried <laughs> to kill himself <laughs> twice. twice he tried killing himself twice and uh. failed both times and that's just how funny is that that this is just all full circle because mr oswald went to wanted to be a uh soviet union citizen well, are they citizens Nationalists? i imagine i imagine they're citizens uh. anyway he wanted to be part of the soviet union so bad that he like got a visa and then was said i will tell you whatever you want and like dude we don't even want you i said we know more than you do what do you they, <laughs> what do you mean yeah they put him in interrogation they're like you don't know anything like go get out of our country and then it's funny how of course jim jones wants to head over that way as well they're he, imagine if he got what does that say about there. communism what does that say about cults that's really what it is the Nazis were a cult, and every, everybody else in between is cult. So um, is religion. But, you know, they. how do you transfer 900 people to from the United States to Guyana, right? You don't. I you mean, can. You 100% can. <laughs> he do. Um, 
they're gonna it, it was a mess it's kind of funny because at this time guyana was having a dispute of their border with venezuela right so and their shoreline was being eaten by the ocean so they needed usable land so they're like all right here so you know it was they kind of a win-win because jim jones came in is like well we'll we'll be on the border we can go on the border here and they won't dare venezuela won't dare attack you uh risking harming americans you know creating a national incident which is kind of smart i agree but then the guyana government was like okay here's a uh here's three thousand acres of dense jungle you can have that have at it so they had to i mean by hand remove deforest this whole area you know did they get Uh, it done they did he sent 500 people over and i it took them oh man i don't know it took them i want to say a year to get it done uh and but unfortunately like this is jungle it's not like you don't just turn jungle into farmland you know what i mean the the soil is not good so they had to systems all kinds of stuff import most of their food and stuff like that but I mean, even though they had no food and it was a lot of hard work before the great mass migration into Jonestown, the people, the few people that were both there and survived the massacre uh, say that it was great. It, it, was, it was like a real uh, communist socialist sanctuary paradise. You know what I mean? Like they were all working during their part and all pay, taking their share and paying their share. And everyone was just happy living the simple life. Uh doing the work they need to do to get things done and you know just being out there in the jungle doing jungle shit Sounds god can't see you awful. in the jungle doesn't it though i so that's <laughs> awful i okay so since the the government gave them 3000 acres of dense jungle did they claim that as their own country no uh, they I mean, they acknowledged that they were in Guyana, but mm-hmm. they just had like their their land that they owned. Because I mean, like at that point, if they're gonna if they own land there and they reside there, they are some they have to have some type of citizenship. So they would be citizens of Guyana. That's actually they completely destroyed the Guyanan uh, immigration system when they all came over. I love they, that. They basically like they it just. Guyana, they they didn't have people immigrating to the country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They mostly dealt with people immigrating out of the country, especially nine hundred people all at once. Yeah, and that's it's, that's how that's how you get your borders closed really fast. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, could you think? I mean, you have to imagine nine hundred people trying to immigrate to a country like that that sees absolutely no immigration whatsoever would like collapse their entire like yeah like foreign policy (laughs) they said they said oh you want to live here sure (laughs) you you just take what you need okay yeah i mean you actually just collapsed our government so have at it (laughs) you are the new government you and the 900 people you bring with you i think i'm starting to draw some uh some uh similarities and maybe some source material for the republican dave from fallout 3 (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) That's a, I'm starting to, to, you know, the Republic of Dave was like it's just this little fenced off area in the capital wasteland that was its own little entity in the middle of, you know, 
the capital wasteland in the middle of nowhere so uh so you know they come in and they fuck up the immigration system as they come in and then uh (laughs) jim jones comes in with his raging you know god boner and it just he fucks everything up like these people were making real progress getting their community put together building construction stuff like that things were good looking good in their little utopia and then jim jones came in and it's like nah i'm important i have to talk all day we have bureaucratic needs and the place started falling into despair immediately because people weren't doing what needed to be done they were too busy spending all day listening to jim jones talk and talk and talk and apparently his sermons were something to be uh to be held like to be witnessed he would do weird like things to put himself above everybody where he wouldn't let people sit on the floor or in chairs he'd make them stand well he just laid on a couch and he wouldn't let anybody use the bathroom but he would let himself use the bathroom and he would talk for like six to eight hours at a time and he would expect them just to stand there in this room and listen to him babble on and on and on isn't that crazy it kind of sounds like a little bit like a podcast but i mean who am more, i to judge more culty more culty hey. Everyone listening, feel free to hit the pause button. Go take, take a piss. Take a little break. Take Sit down, break. please. You Smoke remember, if you got them. You remember when you were playing the 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 Wii, and it would say, "Hey, take a break. Try to get sixty minutes of outside oh activity my God. today." Hey, man. You know what? You've been video gaming all day. Why don't you go get some like I don't know, vitamin E? Get off the fucking couch, you fat piece of shit, and go oh. outside. That- that's what the KFC console is going to tell people. KFC console. <laughs> the fried so, chicken console. At this point, he started telling them, like, the government's coming to take us. You know what I mean? So they had to get their shit in order. Or CIA mercenaries are going to come take their kids. <laughs> That's awesome. So these, people, these people were working six days a week, six to six, 12-hour days with an hour lunch. Uh. And then on the seventh That's day, they spent in hours. church. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. My apologies. Thank you for only working me 11 hours instead of 12. Thanks, Master. Uh, he compared his schedule to North Korea's eight hours of daily work followed by eight hours of study. Because after they'd work 12 hours, they'd have to go and listen to him talk for eight, sleep for three or four, and then do it the next day. How crazy is that? Good lord, that's pretty intense. Isn't it? Um, And while they didn't have, like, prison, necessarily, or capital punishment, uh, they did imprison people in a 6 by 4 by 3 box. (laughs) Make make them stay there all night. A coffin? Uh, (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Um, And they would force misbehaving children to spend the night at the bottom of a well sometimes upside down so, nice. you know, that's built savage my <laughs> yeah. parents did that to me and i turned out all right mm, did you yeah 50 percent of your parents were on math so <laughs> <laughs> hey not not during hey, hey that's, that's slander you'll be hearing from my lawyer Mm. Um, also all these kids that were acting up they were raised communally except for his kids of course his kids were raised by him and his mistress not his wife his mistress also I, uh, he 
told his kids, he's like, okay, listen, kids, uh, mommy and daddy, we don't fuck anymore. All right. So daddy's going to do all this fucking with Auntie May over here. Auntie May. Like, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you what's up. Let me up. just tell you. Let me just tell you how let this me, be. Let me just hear it. Um, that's crazy. So, you know, once they get there, he starts these things called white nights, right? And they're basically dry runs. Like, basically, at random hours of the night, he comes over the loudspeaker and says, the CIA's here. They're storming the, the, the place. We have to go. And, like, it ended up, like, he like it would be, they have to flee, they have to, you know, run through miles of jungle in the middle of the night to get to this place for a Soviet chopper to come pick them up. Obviously not true. Um, or they have to commit suicide. They did a lot of revolutionary suicide dry runs where he would make them drink something and then be like, that had poison in it. You're all going to die in five minutes just to see how they react, you know, to gauge how they were feeling and to see who freaked out and who took it well and this and that. Or they would he'd make them take up arms and defensive positions around the compound and get ready to fight the attack that wasn't coming. <clears throat> so, like, it's just crazy to me. Like, he knew, I mean, like, they all had to know what was up, right? Like, I mean what was inevitably coming from all this i guess you don't because you're kind of completely brainwashed when you're in a cult you know i mean if you're deeply embedded at this rate you're probably seeing it nothing more than as just a uh the truth an exercise of something that could happen you don't see it as a madman being a madman i bet that first time that he said oh yeah you guys are poisoned they probably shit themselves Oh, here's a account. They probably of, said thank you. Well, sometimes he'd let them vote on, like, he'd say, the mercenaries are coming. What do you think we should do? And they would take a quick vote. And twice they voted suicide, apparently. <laughs> we should just kill ourselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> he said, mm, mm, we're not running. Mercenaries, everyone, huh? That sounds like a lot of work. Let's just kill ourselves. <laughs> everyone, including the children, were told to line up. And as they passed through the line, they were given a small glass of red liquid to drink they were told that it contained poison and they'd die within 45 minutes they all did as they were told that's um, a long time 45 minutes <laughs> that's a long time to ponder <laughs> it's like it's like sitting there waiting like all right <laughs> and then it was like um just kidding it was a loyalty test and you pass you but got a gold star he said it's not far off. The time's not far off, or we might have to kill ourselves for real. Isn't that crazy? That like the writing's on the wall. And then the nail in the coffin was a combination of a dad trying to get his kids back from a mom who was part of the cult and concerned family members. Uh, they combined forces and you know started writing letters to the representatives and talking to the news stations and stuff like that. Which led to enter the Congress. <laughs> yep, basically. Uh, it led to, you know, news coverage and stuff. And uh, Leo Ryan, who was California's 11th Congressional District man, uh, said, I'll go see what's up here at Jonestown. 
we'll go make sure our people are safe. So th- this was the beginning of the end right here when this happened. Uh, they allowed uh, Ryan to come visit Jonestown, and it was the stereotypical cult visit. They all come in, and, you know, they're it was weird because they split his group up. He had uh, 14 people with him. Uh, and there they range from legal advisors to embassy employees to photographers and reporters, producers, and then a, a handful of concerned relatives uh, went with them. There's so many names to keep track of, so we're just going to go no names besides the important ones. Uh, so they get there. He splits the group up. They only allow five of them to come in, including Ryan, and they give him a tour and everything looks grand and everyone's happy. Uh, and then they let everyone else come in for dinner. And, it, you know, again, it's, t- it's too good to be true. Everyone's happy. Everyone's well fed. Everyone has their job and they are more than content doing it. Until two temple members, uh, Vernon, Vernon Guzni and Veronica Bigby, they were like, we got to get out. We're going to get we're going to get the fuck out of here. And they went to pass a note to Leo Ryan saying, like, help us. We want to leave. Uh, but they passed it to a reporter instead. They mistook him for Ryan. And the note said, Dear Congressman Vernon Gosney and Maranca Bigme, please help us get out of Jonestown. And then a fucking kid saw them pass the note and alerted the group. Just fucking pointed and said, he passed the note. That's How awesome. Fucking, <laughs> wild is that? Been tattling fucking since Jonestown. I hope uh, that kid drank the juice. No, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Then this sparked a lot of like, ah, you know, a hubaloo, because more more people came forward that wanted to leave, and people in the group were visibly angry and upset that they did this and they tried to leave. But uh, Jim Jones was able to keep his cool, and he was like, you know, no, no, they're free to leave. Anyone who wants to go, you can go, and you can get your stuff. And then the people who, you know wanted to get their stuff, went and got their stuff, and they were supposed to leave the next morning. Throughout the night, more people wanted to go, and then when Ryan came back, or no, sorry, Ryan spent the night at the compound, but they wouldn't let everyone spend the night at the compound. So, uh, they came back the next day with a tractor and a trailer to haul everybody that wanted to go to the airfield to the airfield. Um, And a couple of last-minute people decided to join in. Uh, One of them was Larry Layton, a Temple Loyalist. Uh, and some of the defectors voice suspicion about Layton's motives. They're like, no, he is not want to leave. Something's fucked up here. And they were right. Something was fucked up there. The plan was for Layton to get on the plane and shoot the pilot in the air. Hell yeah. Bring the plane down. But uh, some ruckus started on the airstrip before they got in the plane and shots were fired. Uh, people died. There were two planes. Ryan was killed, and the uh, congressman. Yes, Ryan? He, yep. The Ryan Oof. was was killed on the airstrip. He was struck by a bullet, of course. So uh, about half the people that made it to the airstrip died. The other half were able to get on one of the planes and leave, while the loyalists returned to the compound. But what's fucked up about all this is. Before they left, uh, Ryan was like, uh, it's, it's basically okay here. 
like yeah these people are weird uh a little godly but it's everything seems fine everyone seems well fed no one's being beaten he said i think the people who want to leave were just afraid to leave because of peer pressure and the fact that they're in the middle of the jungle and they have no real way to leave so he was like not like it was they were good they were in the clear he was about to give the the seal of approval and be like okay yeah this is not a cult and then they get to just live in the jungle guyana and do their fucking cultly duties you know and Mm -hmm. but um for some reason jim jones i think with all the fake assassination attempts and the the white knights the 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 test runs and everything they kind of feel like by this point he knew where it was going and he was ready whether anybody else was or not i mean of course he was ready this is the day they did it but like it just seems like he just wanted an excuse like he was ready to go but needed something to pop off he couldn't use a fake invasion you know to kill everybody so this is where we get to the death tape there's a 44 minute tape known as the death tape and it records part of the meeting before the suicide and all the suicide uh it's pretty graphic i thought about maybe playing a chunk of it but i decided against it because uh technical limitations of my own skill (laughs) that's awesome but um after they all left jones told everybody to go back to their homes and that it's all good psych and then he told his inner circle to get ready to get the poison ready it's time you know you need to get the large metal tub with the grape flavor aid and it was poisoned with a slew of chemicals that i can't pronounce uh one of them being valium and cyanide i guess that's two but you know at least they got Valium, right? I mean, at That's least like, pretty funny. <laughs> at but least they got one of being Valium and uh, cyanide, but you never know. At least they got that. Yeah, and then he called everyone up and was like, "It's time. It's time to do it." He said, "One of those people on that plane are going to shoot the pilot. I know that. I didn't plan it, but I know it's going to happen. They're going to shoot that pilot, and down comes the plane into the jungle. We've had. We better have not have any of our children left when it's over." Because they're going to parachute in and take them. That was his thing. They're going to come take the children and force them into fascism. That's awesome. Yeah. So then he starts urging his people to commit revolutionary suicide, as you know they planned. Um, there was one member, uh, Christine Miller. And she's like, "Let's not kill ourselves. Let's just go to the Soviet Union. You always said they're willing to take us. You said that's an option." And he's like, "Actually." It's not an option. That congressman got murdered. They're coming after us. There's no, there's no, no going back now. He was, he was playing off the situation. I mean, literally, like he said, congressman died on the airstrip. So he said, Mm -hmm. it's game over. It's us against America. The people he sent to kill the congressman, they had a pretty cool name. They were called the Red Brigade. Yeah. Pretty badass. That's pretty cool. Uh, Kind of sad on top of sad here. Uh, one of them was a Vietnam veteran, and he said when those people came back, they had the thousand-yard stare, weary combat, combat-worn combat soldiers. So they, they got to get traumatized killing yeah. a man before they died. So that's great, but, you know, once he started talking about suicide, his armed guards surrounded their pavilion, and basically everyone's choice was commit suicide or get shot. And it's like... What, what can you do, you know? I mean, what about, like, running? The, the guards, they shoot you. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, so there were there were a couple people who did. They didn't quite ran, 
run away. A couple of people hid. A couple of people got out. Uh, we'll talk about them, though. Um, but apparently, Roulette Paul was and her one-year-old infant were the first ones to take the poison. Uh, the kids... Uh, so if you were able-bodied, you got to... Or an older child, you got to drink the poison. Lucky for you. If you were a child... You got it squirted in your mouth, and if you were unwilling, you got it injected in your arm. So, like, you know. No matter what you do, you're getting the flavor aid. You're getting the flavor aid. And that's where AIDS came from. Uh-huh. Um, it says that the poison costs death within minutes for children, less for babies, and 20 to 30 minutes for adults, which is just horrible. Like, like... It has to be a painful... 20 to 30 minute ride knowing even, that you're about to die even like though you like even if you're a diehard believer and you think this is the right way you know this is the way to go this is what we have to do it's gotta be horrible to like you get to watch your fucking kids die and then you get to die a painful poison death mm-hmm. it's like and cyanide is not a pleasant death either like no, sir it's it really just tears you up it's more of a body high yes that's <laughs> uh but you know jones was there you know die with dignity die with a degree of dignity lay down your life uh, apparently it was rough a lot of seizures and moaning and foaming at the mouth so much they had to have a like follow-up injection for a lot of people where they'd go through and finish them off basically that's just fucking awful. Isn't yeah. it? Getting the wrong doses, dosage. He says, I tell you, I don't care how many screams you hear. I don't care how many anguish cries. Death is a million times preferable to 10 more days of this life. If you knew what was ahead of you, if you knew what was ahead of you, you'd be glad you stepped over tonight. Isn't no. that? Uh, and then basically from there, it you know descended into hysteria and confusion after everyone had taken the poison because what else is there? Um, some people screamed and cried. Others just shut down and, you know, dissociated, uh, which is, I would say, a reasonable thing to do at that point, considering everyone is screaming and dying around you. This and is why we had drills. And that's another thing of how we know it's painful was on the death tape. You can hear people dying painfully, which good. is uh, not good. But Jim Jones was too much of a... Uh, Pussy to take his own poison. He shot himself in the head. He laid his, he, you know, he got all nice and comfy on the ground, put a literal pillow under his head, and then shot himself in the head. So he couldn't even take his own poison that he had everybody else take. Didn't he get that because he had a, like a jeweler's license? All that cyanide? cyanide yeah, he got the cyanide uh, under because they were making cleaning jewelry with it. But, yeah. you know, they weren't. Uh, little little fun fact, tidbit that you can tell at parties. Uh, Jonestown was constituted as the greatest single loss of American life in a deliberate act before 9-11. So, you know, next time you're at a party, you can tell your friends about that. So that's where the whole plane and pilot thing kind of came into play. Yeah. They said, oh, we have to one-up Jonestown. That is so yeah. funny. That is tasteless. That's that, tasteless. That, that, was at the, that was at the top of their list, Josh. <laughs> They said, um, oh, we have done all of our research. We must take out the pilots. Fuck the but, jihad. We need to do this. 
a couple people survived. Uh, three survivors were given a bunch of money and told, take this to the Soviets. Uh, before they didn't tell them that they were going to commit suicide. And then when they found out everyone committed suicide, they're just like, oh, fuck this. Fuck this. And they tried to get back to their other settlement in uh, Georgetown to tell them not to do it. Don't kill yourself. Don't do it. I'm too late. Yeah. Did um, they keep the money? It went missing, so I would imagine so. It's a consolation yeah, prize for yeah. living. Yeah, they, did. they said, they said, oh, you all are going to kill yourself? <laughs> I'm going to take all your money. Thanks. These two are my favorite. Uh, two people who managed to survive. One was Grover Davis. He was hearing impaired, and he missed the announcement to assemble in the loudspeaker. And then when he realized what was going on, what was going on, he laid down in a ditch, pretended to be dead. That's awesome. <laughs> He's he was seventy nine too, so it was. Oh my was lord! Like was, Man, that's 70, pretty smart. A seventy six year old named Hayachi Thrash. Uh, she realized what was happening and crawled under her bed and then just waited till everyone was dead and then walked out the front door. Oh my lord. <laughs> the, the, how do you even get involved in a cult at, 70, at 76 and 79 well, years old? That's it. He targeted these disenfranchised communities, the minorities and the elderly who needed the most help when society mm-hmm. wasn't giving it to them. And he gave it to them. Unfortunately, the people... Uh, in the Georgetown Temple, they received a radio communication to commit suicide, but they didn't commit suicide. Uh, they said later that later that evening, police arrived at their headquarters once they got the call about the first suicide and went to go check on these people. And they found out uh, that this lady had escorted her three children into the bathroom and um, killed them all with a knife and then killed herself with a knife. And those three guys who, you know, left with the money got there after they killed themselves and tried to stop them from killing themselves. But they were a little late. But, I mean, that's that's pretty much Jones. What a heartfelt story. Isn't it crazy? And we didn't really do it justice, to be honest. There's probably another two hours with the talking points in there that I kind of glossed over or didn't even bring up. Yes. But it is the rise of Jonestown is so interesting. And just Jim Jones as a person, because his life can be, if you've seen him, you've probably seen him wearing sunglasses. Uh, before the move to Guyana, he picked up a nasty little Coke habit, and that's where the sunglasses, or actually it was amphetamines. It was, you know, not Coke. That's where the sunglasses came into play. But really, his life can be defined in pre and post sunglasses Jim Jones. Pre sunglasses Jim Jones helped segregation. Post sunglasses Jim Jones killed 900 people. So let's, you know. I mean, that seems pretty appropriate. That like, sounds like a meme. We need a pact right now. If any of us start wearing sunglasses consistently inside, they need an inter- intervention. Okay. Nick, you're close, but you're not there. Okay? He is pretty close. I've he <laughs> He's attended multiple <laughs> Zoom meetings with, uh, sunglasses. with sunglasses on. The people can't see my face, but I did. <laughs> I did have that little sus look going on there. Nick, just because I, you... Uh, listen, I like to get gussied up for recording night. I'm just not feeling good tonight, so I'm rocking the hat instead of the hat and the sunglasses. You just because you can up. buy the yellow jackets at the gas station doesn't mean you should buy the yellow jackets at the gas station. Okay? I buy sleepwalkers, thank you. <laughs> oh, the energy pills? I need them bad boys. 
Oh yeah, that's exactly what you need. Yeah, <laughs> get the pull you, a, pull you a Ron Johnson. Oh, it's fuck that. It's really sad though because these people were people from from communities who were forgotten already, who were already left behind. Yeah, so when they died, it was and just like it was fine. Nobody was I, nobody I, was upset. Uh, there were a lot of people upset. Well, people were upset because a congressman died. People were upset because 900 Americans died on foreign soil. Well, I Josh, mean... Josh, back then, back in 78, <laughs> we had this little thing called patriotism, okay? People believed in, you know, love thy neighbor and all that other good American bullshit. Nowadays, in 2022, if that happened, Gen Z would be like, hooray, finally! <laughs> Something horrible for me to cry about. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, I'm great. Yeah, I was just, oh, I was just shit, letting you know. Man. I was just letting you know that <laughs> you know there is a big generational gap here with For sure. how people view the country. Yeah, and he has COVID. Uh, he can Gen, say these things. Yeah. Gen, Gen, Gen Z wants to see this country burn to the ground in a socialist fucking fashion. While, yeah, I mean, I while mean, the you're boomers not wrong. are. While the boomers are grasping on to the last remaining straws of the past, and everyone else in the middle is just stuck. I'm one of the people who's stuck. I just, I'm also in the middle stuck. I'm just grabbing a bag of popcorn and watching it burn down, dude. That's yeah. where I'm at. Okay. Well, uh-huh. uh, um, yeah. that was Jonestown, um, <laughs> and that was also Nick's take on <laughs> Nick's hot take on the. Uh, the the way of our country so i I just want to point out nick i'm not calling you out here but you did respond more aggressively when you're talking (laughs) about gen z being socialist than when we were talking about jim jones being a socialist it wasn't an accepted practice back then there's a reason why it was a cult (laughs) so gen z is now the new cult no it's a it's socially acceptable okay I'm not going to say it's socially acceptable, but it's more like mm-hmm. socially talked about. Mm-hmm. All and of Gen Z is anti Yeah, and all of Gen Z, I'm, I'm not going to say all, because people when people categorize, all oh, millennials are whiny little bitches that don't want to work and just want to protest Wall Street. I, I wasn't one of those millennials, admittedly. So I'm going to say the majority of Gen Z is exactly that. They're, they just there goes see. half our listeners right there. They, oh no! So sorry to see you go. Please come back next week. Come back next week for me to apologize properly. No, I really. You don't have to care. pull a uh, Ted Cruz. Jokes on you! I do this for fun. <laughs> Speaking of Ted Cruz, the guy, vaccine mandate didn't pass. That makes me laugh. Um, it did pass for federally funded healthcare workers though they still have to follow it so okay i mean i'm not i don't really care because i already have my vaccine or whatever but so does that give companies power to have you get vaccinated to yes they already had the power well that's that's what he wants after he can't make them do it he was like you companies need to step up and do it yourself most companies already are. Yeah. So regardless, so regardless of that being, basically all it did was block that from going into law, uh, which I think is the correct decision. Um, now, if yeah. a individual company decides to make that decision, that's on them. That's their policy. That's their procedure. If you don't like it, 
fucking walk. And as we have seen, as we have seen over the past few months, we have the great, uh, what, what are they calling the great resignation or something? That's not or... because of the vaccine though. Mm. It's not, it's because of worker conditions. Uh, well, I, mean, I will, I'll bring it, up articles to, to prove myself next that's week fine. or after the show. That's I fine. promise. I don't, I don't really care. It, it all ties in together. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, call, call, call it, call it the straw that broke, call it the straw that broke the camel's back. If you will, working conditions have been shit since day one. And if people think unions have done anything to help anyone ever, they haven't. They are a monopolized. True. They're basically mafias. They um, are they legal mafias. Did, did their job in the past, though. Because back they were ran we were by born. the mob. Yeah. <laughs> what do you back, mean? Back when they were sweatshops and, you know, they were ran by Italian goombas that were so, going to fucking kill you if you didn't make your people happy. When... When I when I worked in the prison, we had we had a union rep. Are the union the union rep that they have now uh, in in the prison system is worse than than we had when I was working there. And you know, so they work in basically when you work inside of a prison, you're stuck there. You have no, you can't do anything except your job. Like you don't you don't have any extra protection. So it's basically just a huge petri dish. Kind of like a hospital, except you are locked in. You can't go anywhere. Like, literally, you cannot go anywhere. They are supposed to receive $8 an hour for hazard pay. Their union rep has, they just said, no, nah, not my problem. But it's, in, but it's in their legal contract for the state to pay them hazard pay if there's a state of emergency. The state of Ohio has been in a state of emergency since a week after they announced COVID. <laughs> you, you I, guys have- I actually don't think we are anymore, though. For state workers, you are, because that's why that's why we have uh, the National Guard. I was say, well, that's why expanded uh, expanded unemployment ended due to the end of the state of emergency. Well, it? they just it's certain, so it's certain factors because like all the all the local hospitals have uh, the National Guard right, the Ohio National Guard right now. Okay, but those are the places that need that right now. Like, so do prisons. It's probably all federally funded hospitals too. Yes, very in general. Uh, the the state prisons all have uh, Ohio National Guard running through them as well. So through the hazard pay, they gave them fifty cents an hour out of the eight contract the op- contract obligated amount for hazard pay. And unions don't work. They just they they don't. There's yeah. two. It's basically it's if you think about it, it's like the federal government, the state government, and then your 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 town mayor, and that's literally what the the union rep the union rep is, because there's there's too many moving parts and too much resistance to actually get any type of change done. Here's what I'm gonna say to anyone who works in an industry that is currently not unionized and is trying to unionize. I'm going to use one denomination here and it's going to be 20 percent and 20 percent means a lot of different things when i say 20 percent i mean that's all you can expect your pay to go up by your un if you unionize and you're unionizing over unfair wages 20 percent if you're already making 15 dollars an hour 20 percent of that is three dollars you're going to make 18 an hour that's not life-changing that's that's a gallon of gas. Congrats. You put one extra gallon of gas in your car per hour. 
That's that's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. Twenty percent is what you're going to pay back in to have a union. <laughs> so your twenty, true. so your twenty percent raise <clears throat> just covered your union fees. Union fees are one percent. No. Yes, they're no. capped at two. Yes, I've been looking. Union I'll, cap you at, I'll cap you at two. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is by the end of the year, you're paying that $3 back. You're and paying, one way, you're, you're paying, paying the, the, the percentage that you actually got back. Yes. Uh, well, over, over a span of time, not per week, obviously. Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> He's a, well, they're, they're, it's, it's 1% of your yearly income is what it is. Buddy, I worked at Kroger. They took more than one percent of my paycheck. It was mine was like every single time. Fifty dollars a paycheck. I was paying forty nine dollars a paycheck at seven fifty a fucking hour as a bagger at Kroger. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself with your one percent. I think unions are a lot like communism and socialism. I think the framework terrible is great. ideas. The, yeah. the, the idea is great, but it's You're ruined right. by terrible people. ideas. You're right, man. Oh, terrible. I'm so mad! Someone wants to protect me from a evil company. Grr. Your I, evil company is the reason you have a motherfucking job. Thank you for paying me slave wages. Thank you. Or thank not you. Slave wages. The problem is, is that the cost of living does not reflect what people make per hour anymore. Nick, you sound like you think that I should be thankful that Elon Musk is giving me a job more than I'm mad about how much he pays in taxes. <laughs> He, he's not giving you a job. You work at a soybean factory. No, him no, but that's what you hear. Everyone wants to attack the rich people, but they give us our jobs and they take all of our money. Well, so is the government, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, the government's other. taking more of your money than Elon Musk is. Well, I don't interact if with Elon, Elon Musk if, if If Elon Musk had his way, he probably wouldn't pay income taxes on any of his employees because he probably doesn't agree with the idea. Yeah, but he doesn't I mean, make a salary, true. so he doesn't pay any taxes. Well, he does. Well, that's though. true as well. Mm-hmm. But he he doesn't. He, so he doesn't make a salary. He he cashes out. Uh, uh, you know, he, the government wrote the tax laws, yeah. and all these guys are just abiding by all the loopholes that are allowed by the government. So. Oh yeah, but it, I think 100%. a broken system doesn't make it okay. Sure, it does. No, they wrote it that way on purpose. Well, they wrote it that way because they were paid. To How write do you it think way? these people are elected? It's because they give everyone these fucking tax breaks and loopholes to play with. Right. It's a it's a circle. I pay you. I give you it's money so you get elected. It's a circle. And then I buy you dinner so you it's make like, the policies I want. It's, it's like, I buy you dinner. I buy you circle. one expensive, very expensive. No, dinner. no, I'm not bribing you, Congressman. I'm taking you to this five star restaurant and gifting you a Ferrari. I'm not bribing you. I'm just lobbying for my interests. Here yes. is my here is my official tax plan. I do. We kind of just got off, were... t- got off topic here. I have a if question I... though. Sure. Why not? Um, what's the difference? So like, like. I, I agree that the federal government shouldn't mandate that it's not their job. They don't do anything right. They need to keep their hands out of it. But what's the difference? Like either whether they mandate it or the job mandated, either way you have the same choice. Get the Fire. shot or, or get or quit your job. You have, cause you have the option to quit. If they were to put it in the law, every single company that has over a hundred people would have to have it. Would, you would basically have to have the vaccine to get a job anywhere, anywhere. Right. Be, but if it's the company's decision. But what, can, what if but what if they all make the decision? 
then uh, I, I don't. Here's my here here's my hot take. My problem with the whole mandate is this is coming from a my body my choice stance uh, political group, and when it when it comes to literal life, like literal having babies, and then but you don't get the choice as a literal living person on whether or not you're going to have a vaccine. Now I got vaccinated. You got vaccinated. Josh got vaccinated. Clearly all three of us decided to get vaccinated. Um, I don't think people should be forced to though. I think people are stupid for not getting vaccinated, but that's only my opinion. I don't think the government should be telling people what to do with their bodies as all, from from chi- from having a child all the way to sticking a needle in your arm. They just don't get a fucking say in that. See, I Period. agree. I have, I, have kind of, I have conflicting opinions. Like, I agree, but I feel like no one talks about that, like, there's a lot of, like, it's not, like, COVID doesn't just affect you. So by, by passing it, like, you have a chance to harm other people. Neither does the flu. Oh, yeah, the, the flu. flu the flu. <clears throat> Ebola. SARS, they're, but they're not the same though. You, it doesn't matter. It doesn't no, it's matter. not. It's not the same as the flu. The com- the, they're not. You can't equate them. The common fucking cold, buddy. The cold, yeah. I mean, you can't like, equate them though. You're not. Why not? Because the COVID's much more deadly than the than the flu is. All right. I don't. I don't okay. think. I don't think that it actually is. I think. What do you mean? Well, we've been, been dealing with. We don't we, shut the world down for the flu every year. Exactly, that's the problem. Yeah, but when it first happened, it was a, it was the same it was the same state of panic. So it's I mean, just going back to the common cold, the common cold killed thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people back in the day before medicine was as advanced as it, as it is now right okay so it's going to be the same thing this is going to eventually die down and die out just like everything else does right but it hasn't yet it hasn't we can't, yet. We can't live life like it is when it's not it hasn't yet because we are we are at a point in in our society where we are so well informed that we make our own assumptions and it misinformation gets spread around like wildfire oh yeah that's the reason why it hasn't yet oh yeah i yeah i i mean yeah you're right so that's why that's why it's not just moving over to okay let's get our covid shots it just like we okay let's go get our flu shot i get a reminder once a month to be like hey you haven't got your flu shot yet go get your flu shot it's going to be it's going to be the same thing in five years, we will start getting. Hey, you haven't got your COVID. You haven't got your COVID nineteen shot. Go get your COVID nineteen shot. Right, but it's not. But what I'm saying is, it's not then now. COVID still killing healthy people today. So is the flu. I there's mean, an, how, there, there's an average true. of two hundred and ninety to six hundred and fifty thousand estimated deaths from the flu per year. But Just, how many of those are healthy people? Probably a lot, Tyler. I don't know the exact statistic. <laughs> but okay. And the same at the same time, though, like how many of those people aren't healthy? How many of those people yeah. have pre-existing conditions? How many people have pre-existing conditions that die of COVID? A lot. Or, oh, a lot more, right. more, more people die of COVID from pre-existing conditions than healthy people. 
I can already tell you that that's a fact. That's a fact, yes. But I just, you can't compare it to the flu. It's not the flu. Well, the flu is not COVID, but they both kill people. Right. Right. But we don't, they're not the same. We can't act like they are. Nothing, nothing's the same. Tobacco and alcohol aren't the same, but they kill people. (laughs) Also, people still smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol, even if it kills them. Right. And they have the choice to. Exactly. So why so, should you? Like, so why shouldn't you have the choice to get a vaccine? So when? Well, when did I say you you shouldn't have the choice? To get you're a, a bit of a sympathetic on this. I'm sorry. How? Be, just your your rhetoric in general, Tyler. What do you mean? You, though you're you're conflicted is what I'm trying to say. I just think people don't talk about that COVID isn't just a you problem. It's an it everybody isn't. problem. But so and, is the flu. And we and part of living in a society is taking care of the people who can't take care of themselves, like young children and old people with immunocompromised people who can't get the vaccine. I think a lot of people have taken every precautionary measure that has been forced upon us. Yes. And those people are us and we're tired of living that way now. I don't really care. I'll keep doing it. That's why we are where we are because everybody has adopted the mentality of if you have, you've had your time to get the vaccine, it's your own problem now. Which my only problem with that is there are people who can't get it. Yeah, I mean, there's still age restrictions because that, like, that's that's my only problem. I'm of the same mindset as you had your chance. You still have your chance if you haven't got it and you die from COVID. That's kind of your own fault. So, but, um, go ahead. But, uh, okay, if I'm sorry, I'm really caught up on the flu thing. Uh, if you had, <laughs> if you had to. If you had to compare COVID to an illness that is that we know about, what would you compare it to? You can't. It's that's that's my that's my problem. People love non-equitors with COVID. And you just you can't compare it. We've never experienced something like this. Nobody alive right now has experienced anything like what we're going through right now. But we I mean, have but I mean really we're gonna need five good years of data before we can start really getting like technical, right? Well, and like that—that oh, that kind of reminds me. Everyone is we have about way more data on the flu year over year versus COVID. We've only been dealing with COVID for two years, right? But we're already seeing problems with the lasting effects of COVID and how it destroys your body and brain. Right. So, we... right, right. <clears throat> so that—that's right. what—that's why I think is funny. Like, I mean, obviously we don't know, but people are really, really worried about what's this vaccine going to do to me in five years and, but not worried about what is having COVID do to me in five years. Well, unfortunately at this rate, it doesn't really seem to matter if you're vaccinated, you're still going to get it. Yeah. You have a, I mean, your chances are there. No, you're going to get it. It's just, it's all based on severity now. What do you mean? It, if you are, let's say you got a Moderna. You're double, you know, you got two shots of Moderna. You got your booster. Omicron will still infect you. Yeah, you, I mean, you will just have a less severe reaction to it. What I saw but, last is no booster, 30 to 40% chance of not getting infected with a booster, 70% chance of not getting infected. You're, we're still seeing record amounts of breakthrough cases regardless. We only have a month's worth of data, but there's still breakthrough cases every day. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I mean, a, we I'm a break. I'm a, I'm a breakthrough case. Well, I, I'm also of the mindset the vaccine is, it's. I, we know it's not preventative uh, in the nature of you can't get it, 
but it helps in the nature of severity. That's what I'm saying, though, is even if you have the vaccine, like my problem with the whole thing is that the last summer the vaccine was sold as the the cure the if you're vaccinated you're not going to get covid if you're vaccinated you're safe if you're mm-hmm. not vaccinated this is this is no longer a pandemic of the people this is a this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated and then breakthrough cases started ramping up with delta and they've only gotten worse with omicron and they're probably only going to get worse as more data comes in and then, you know, God only knows what other kind of fucking variants we're going to have to deal with down the road. They're already talking about making variant specific booster shots. Um, um, I have a bit of a different thought process, though. I see that. I see a lot. I see why it doesn't work. Why get it? Uh, or not. That's not what I was going. Sorry. Uh, it's the whole they're making shit up as they go or. Oh, well, yeah, that's uh, frustrating, too. But the way I look at it is as that's the scientific method. Things are changing. And as the information changes, the science is going to change with it. Yes. And the general public has a really hard time dealing with that because Mm -hmm. the general public wants everything given to them skinny, short and sweet. And the fact of the matter is, is that nothing about science is skinny, short and sweet. No, it's a changing situation, unfortunately. Well, yeah, you're talking we, about something that can rapidly mutate at a rate in which we can't even predict or follow. If we lived, uh, no, 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 no. If this happened 10 years ago, <laughs> I feel like it would just be over. <laughs> like, I, I honestly, I honestly feel like it would just be over because... They would at this at this point. I feel like they'd just be rolling out the shots like they do the the flu shots. Well, we were. I mean, we were. were either of you to... old enough for bird flu? Do you guys remember? Bird yes. Flu? Or H one N one. H one N one and then swine flu. Swine flu and yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's it was the same thing. It was it was, it was nothing. Everyone said that this was going to be like that. I was like, oh, there's another bird flu situation. Everyone's going to panic for a few months, but. At the end of the day, we're going to be fine, right? But for all mainstream media and even local medias to be like, oh, your town uh, had 2,000 cases of positive cases of COVID last uh, yesterday. For that to come through every single f- platform for you to look at, when you opened Google, when you were on Facebook, when you looked at your actual news, they reported the, the positive cases from the day before. And seeing thousands of people uh, like testing positive is, of course, that's going to cause that's going to cause panic. That prolonged the panic so far to now. That's where we're at now. We we just everybody's just like, I'm tired of listening to, oh well, there's 150,000 new cases today. That I don't care about that. I, I I don't I don't care about that. I want I want to be. I want to be to a point where we can just move forward and stop panicking about what's happening, what's happening like everywhere else. I don't want to, I don't want to be closed-minded and be like, Oh, I don't care about it because it doesn't affect me directly. But at the same time, I don't need to know that there was 30,000 brand new cases in New York or a hundred thousand cases in California. I, I don't, I, I'm not in that direct area. Yeah. 
Well, that's just kind of become the standard since, uh, you know, summer of 2020, you know. Yeah. There was a running joke that uh, during quarantine, uh, people's schedules during quarantine was, you know, wake up in the morning, have breakfast, have a glass of wine, or, you know, have a glass of wine. They called it wine and wine with the wine. Yeah. Because the wine was getting on the television every day, giving public updates about COVID, you know. Because In a mass time, sense. Yeah. And at the time, you know, no one alive, like we've said already, has dealt with this before. And, uh, you know, another thing that I, you know, really obviously don't condone or agree with is mass and uh, mass, mass, massive uh, misinformation. Um, which plenty of that circles around the internet these days um, on lots of things, not just everything. COVID. Yeah, I mean, um, literally everything. But when it comes to COVID, it's especially, um, you know, I think dangerous because, uh, yeah, it, 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 it is, you know, a concerning topic. And people shouldn't be trying to put bleach in their arm because the president said so. Hmm. Um <laughs> so i prefer I mean, clean it i prefer windows chlorinate my blood please i Pneumonia. prefer i prefer some lysol up the nose please uh regardless i really my stance is is i think you i i i support vaccines and i would say to anyone who isn't vaccinated i strongly urge you to get vaccinated because the probability is already there. As Tyler said, there's already percentiles way higher than not being vaccinated uh, that are just layers of protection. People need to get the idea of the vaccine being uh, a complete brick wall from getting COVID and they need to start looking at it as a layer of protection. And if you get shot one, shot two, and a booster, all three layers of protection is your best chance at not having to deal with severe conditions that that's what the science says so that's what i'm gonna say however yeah go ahead finish your thought first i was just gonna say however what i am gonna say is is that the science is changing every day and as we already stated that can be frustrating uh it's frustrating for me it's frustrating that the cdc last month said that you no longer have to quarantine for two weeks but for five days and then they say it's to get people back to work there's no health yeah. reason behind it. It's yeah. okay. So quarantine for five, and you know, wear your mask for another five, and, and that and that should make you okay. Um, I I don't think they had any scientific basis whatsoever to say that, except to appease money, money. to accept uh, to not to accept, but to appease um, right leaning uh, politicians. And I don't have any idea why they even give a shit about what right leaning politicians have to think about it money other, money other than money and economical gain but go ahead with whatever you were gonna say um i i've only asking because i've been having some conversations in my personal life about sure. it mm-hmm. uh do you guys think that we're gonna see another spike in hospitalizations or do you think we're good there well i think with omicron have. i think with omicron you already have but i think you're going to see a lot faster turnaround because of in nature how uh its severity uh, is not as great. It does not attack the lungs quite as efficiently as Delta or even Alpha did. 
Um, so, it stays in your head by your brain. Right. So it's more like a head cold, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's like the symptoms I'm having. It's just like a kind of a bad head cold. I maybe have a little bit of upper respiratory issues, but nothing to write. Let's see. From what I've read, the other two variants replicate more in your lungs, and this one replicates more in your sinuses. So yeah. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but yeah, you're going to see hospitalizations just because you might have immunocompromised people who still can't um, fight it off as well as a standard healthy person could. And the um, other flavors of COVID floating around. Right. You know, Delta didn't just disappear overnight because Omicron took over. Um, it's still a very real threat. And I don't think, I think now at this rate, anyone who is reported with COVID probably has Omicron. Um, but that's not to say that you can't get infected by both. Uh, there, there was like a, once again, a misinformation statement made about uh, Delta Cron, someone who's infected with both variants at the same time ended up being fake news. Um, fake news. Well, it wasn't really fake news, but what it was was a contaminated sample in a lab um, that had a Omicron and Delta sample kind of cross-contaminate with one another, and both were present on the sample at that rate, obviously. So. Well, we're projected to peak, I think, at the end of this month is what my lady under the desk news told me. Uh, so, we're actually, we are peaking at the moment. Yeah, We, we, are currently, we started the rise. Uh, we are currently climbing the mountain. So, But, I mean, I I get it. I, we, I've lost uh, three, two people, technically, Older people in the last month. Couple of myself, yeah. Uh, and it's and both of them were infected with the Omicron. So, uh, it's yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that it's not you know it's not deadly, but were those people vaccinated? They were older. I mean, much older. But oh yes, yeah, obviously they they, they got their they got their vaccine and they were in a in a nursing home. See, my uncle died last uh, winter. Uh, early 2021 i think march mm-hmm. um right around uh well i think the one year between, anniversary right yeah right around there somewhere between february and march i can't really remember but yeah. he uh he you know he was a heavy set guy he was diabetic he had bad livers he was an alcoholic he uh talk about me yeah right. He uh, uh you talk about me? He had <laughs> he had pneumonia. Um he was prone to pneumonia before COVID. So mm-hmm. uh he had fluid in his brain. He was just a mess. He was a living fucking mess and COVID just exaggerated everything. And yeah. Pushed him over the edge. So and that's and that's what we see a lot, right? We see a lot of people who are already in this really bad place and condition. And then COVID's like the thing that just like pushes them over Says, the hill. Yeah, it's like but actually Kobe. COVID didn't kill them. They didn't so, die of COVID. But they it, died with COVID. But the hospital is going to record it as a COVID death, regardless of pre-existing conditions. Exactly. Which is why, it, which is why the numbers are inflated as well. But I kind of feel like COVID is what killed you. But it was, am, 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 it I was, could be wrong because I don't know like the science yeah, definition. I mean, but like I think of me, it as a. Is, Think of it as a fast pass at Disney Park, right? Well, it's like you're, you're standing in a long line at Disney to get on a ride. It's going to take you to the same place. 
But once you get the fast pass, you get there a little faster. Well, it's like, yeah, my my diabetes killed me, but the COVID made my diabetes kill me. It's kind of like my theory of God and evolution. God made things evolve. Okay, so He's still God, evolution if, still happened. If uh, if okay, not to open up too many personal details, but it doesn't really matter because nobody listens anyway. Uh, the 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 death that we experienced yesterday was from she she was positive for covid so she tested positive for covid she was asymptomatic but because she was in a nursing home they tested they test automatically yeah. okay and she, she is recorded as a covid death now. she's going to be recorded as a covid death because but she exactly because she because she was positive for it but she was in the nursing home for dementia and alzheimer's and she has she presented in cognitive capabilities like was that yeah yeah that's right in cognitive capabilities where she was no longer able to speak she right. couldn't she she deteriorated about six months faster than than anticipated fauci actually came out the other day and kind of explained this whole thing he, he basically confirmed exactly what we're saying right now he's saying you know you go into the hospital asymptomatic um for whatever reason, you you go in there for you know whatever pre-existing condition you have. So you go into the hospital. Part of their procedure is they test you now. Obviously, they want to know mm-hmm. you know, just so they know where to put you. They, a lot of hospitals are divided into COVID non-COVID floors. Um, we experienced that at St. Anne's when we were uh, going in for labor and delivery with Owen. Um, they made you work. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, trust me, man. Childbirth is work. Uh, at least for one party. The other one's kind of like the emotional support animal that's not good enough. Um, but anyways, funny. Uh, so basically he's saying that regardless of what brought them into the hospital, if they test for COVID and they are COVID positive, that is going to add to the metric regardless of whatever it is that brought them into the hospital they are now a covid metric you know whether it's a death whether it's just a positive case what have you whatever brought them to the hospital it's now covid or nothing so i think when you you know see a a really big number on the on the screen it's inflated artificially a little bit so i agreed i i completely agree with that Completely. Um, but I, the cases are uh, mm. underinflated in the same way, though. Maybe not so much anymore, and maybe that's not as true now as it was a year ago. You know, as Donald Trump said, if people just stopped testing, we'd have we'd stop having so many positive cases. Exactly. But we're having exactly. a re- we're having a record amount of testing, so therefore I mean, we're figuring out how many people actually have COVID. How many people do you think either get it and like think, oh, this is COVID? I'm just going to quarantine, go to the hospital if I need to no numbers collected there or the other end of it where people are like not COVID. It's probably just a cold if it's not bad or they're asymptomatic, which I guess, does that really count? I mean, I guess it does when you're talking the spread. No, like, whether, whether or not those numbers cancel each other out, we'll never know. Yeah. Um, but you're not wrong about that either. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big old, I'm a conflict on a lot of these uh, things. I feel like I, well, none I, of it's, none of it's easy to take a hard mm-hmm. stance on anything is either 
you're you know you're either an extremist one way or an extremist another and i think it's kind of bullshit that any of it's political i think that's what pisses me off the most is that i don't think a virus should have anything to do with politics like if you wear a mask you're automatically a democrat if you don't wear a mask you're automatically a conservative you uh, right. pe people don't think anything about you know the that person's individual views but unfortunately those person's individual views are usually seated within their political standings. So that's why it has become political because people make it political. It's like, oh, look at that liberal pussy over there wearing his fucking mask thinking it's going to save him. I bet well, he jacks off to photos of Dr. Fauci every night, that fucking hippie. I and then and idea? then and then you have Democrats <laughs> who are like, look at this ignorant fucking uh, Republican over here with, with his fucking Donald Trump flag and his no mask. He's going to be one of the first to die. <laughs> like it, it's ridiculous. I'm like, just saying I straddle that, that center lane pretty hard. So do I, you have to, who wants yeah. to, who wants to pick a side in a world of extremism? Yeah. I mean, I'm not an extremist. I'm a, I'm a libertarian. If I'm well, going to put a name on it, you only hear from the extreme ends of the spectrum, people in the middle. Oh yeah. Cause the, news, cause the new, the news is fucking extreme too. You have CNN communist news network, and then you have, <laughs> then you have Fox. Who's just fucking Fox. Fox, Fox leans so far left, it's not even funny. Okay, I do have a funny Fox story for you guys real quick, just to lighten the mood a little, since we've gotten a little serious here on this topic. So, Tucker... You got a little heated. I'm not heated, I just passion, you know. It's passionate because... Passionate. Because we all are affected by this. And I wasn't trying to make Tyler feel like a piece of steamy shit earlier, but... <laughs> He, Which part? The he, 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 was, the... he he was he was he was he was he was just falling off the fence a little bit to one side. So I was just trying to understand where he was coming from. But I think <laughs> I think we're all good. I don't think anyone has any hurt feelings you, you, over this. You put him you put him in his place, didn't you? Yeah, Daddy. Daddy, showed Nick, me his Daddy boss. Nick showed him, showed him who was no, boss. I'm not putting anyone in anyone's place, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you things that you may not agree with. That's fine. That's what we're here for. Yes, so, sir. Now the podcast um, is over after that interaction. That was unacceptable. <laughs> We're breaking <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, fucking Fox News, Tuck, uh, Tucker Carlson, obviously. Uh, great guy. So funny. If anything, he's comic relief. Um, if you think Alex Jones is comic relief. Got him. Uh, Alex Jones is comic relief. Oh, he is. But I was just... <laughs> he's, a, he's pure comedy. Anyways, he's uh he's on doing his you know nightly show or whatever, and he's all like, "If you were flipping through the cable channels the other night, you may have been surprised to see uh, Michael Jackson on your television screen, and you might be asking yourself, didn't Michael Jackson die over twelve years ago? How is this possible? Well, I'm here to explain it to you right now." And then he like shows it this clip. And it's Nancy fucking Pelosi making, making some fucking speech on the television. And this woman legit has these painted on exaggerated like over the hill fucking eyebrows, Love pasty it. white, pointy nose, <laughs> eyes sunken into the back of her head. Looks, it, it, She looks like Michael Jackson. There's no other way to put it. 
That is he hit, so He funny. hit the nail on the head so hard. And the fact that that was aired on live television made me just fucking die. I thought it was That's funny. so funny. That is so funny. Nancy Pelosi is guilty of insider trading. Okay, and they all, all are. That's all you get on that. They all are. Have you guys seen that clip of a reporter asking her if Congress, if congr- congressmen should be banned from in, from trading and, on the stock then, market? And then her response was, "That's the point. That's the point. That's the point of a free fucking market." Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I have. No one's allowed to make money but me. Exactly. I want to be in Congress to get rich, not to serve the country or anything. She's actually, I think this is her last year. I think she's done. I sure fucking hope so. She was born in the middle of goddamn World War II. She has no <laughs> business leading this fucking country in any aspect of that <laughs> Okay, we have a president who's a little bit older than she is. Just, just that that applies to him, too. You look, no. I, in my firm opinion, before the age of 25, which I'm not at yet. Let's and, go, Brandon. And, the, and after the age of 65, your perception of what, of how, what reality is and how the world works is warped. And you have no business making any decisions for this country. He got pretty angry about the whole filibuster thing the other day. They need to stop it. They're not playing fair. They're I can't trying, speak that long. They're trying to suppress the voters. Oh, I think Puerto Rico should get to vote. If I con- agree. If they're considered they're, Americans, uh, yeah. then yeah, let them fucking Why not? vote. The people in what DC, are they? too, they what literally are, live in the capital and they what can't are they? Vote. Four million people on that little stake-shaped island. Let them no, fucking vote. If they can vote, we actually have to fix the island and do stuff for them. That's true. Uh, true. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. My bad. And and we also we also have to consider them. Sorry, it would be a state citizens. We state. have no cargo ships flying or driving by. Flying. <laughs> boating who's gonna, by. Who's gonna pay for all those new flags? Okay. Yeah. Who's gonna pay for all those? New do you flags? see all those flags, man? Well, we all I have to say is when Russia starts setting up missiles in Cuba again for Cuban Missile Crisis 2.0 next week, Puerto Rico better not come crying to us. Hey, listen, listen, no. We already got that covered. You saw us test our tsunami maker, okay? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. What Cuba? What fucking Cuba? What Cuba? <laughs> Volcano all I see. my ass. That was a nuke. All I see is ocean. That's pretty funny. You're so right. That was a nuke going off the middle that's of the what, ocean. That's it. We're just going to cover Russia and China in water. Well, you plan. know, I'm happy we're organically transitioning into our next subject. Actually, renewable warfare. It is. It truly is. You um, know, I, we, and North, and for some reason, North Korea thinks they can just start launching missiles again, like they have some sort of big dick complex. 2014, all over again, man. Try 2016, bro. Hey, man, they're on a peninsula. That's tsunami makers. Hey, fuck them up. Hey, remember how Donald Trump went over there during oh, his presidency? Yes. yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. And leading up to that, they were having like a name calling situation. He called him like Little Rocket Man. <laughs> you know they kiss. You know they fucking kiss. The sexual <laughs> tension in those tweets alone. <laughs> And, you know, Donald Trump helped bring the North and the South together for the first time since the 1950s, and they shook hands. And Trump was standing know. on the South side, and he was standing on the North side, and they kissed in the middle. Ooh. <laughs> uh, you know, something that I miss, I'm just going to say this, I kind of miss 
the transparency between the presidential office and Twitter. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, you know, Joe a Biden. A little bit. I'm sorry. Joe Byron's policy is to become the most transparent administration in human history. Um, He doesn't have a Twitter. Yeah, you're right. And I feel like he does. He he does, but it's he not. Does not <laughs> he does not use it. Yeah, it's not. The it's not Twitter. It's not Joe Biden's his, Twitter. It's it's his secretary. His secretary, yeah. His secretary says, "Hey, Joe. Well, you want me gonna, to send okay. this out into the Twitterverse?" And he's probably like, "I got <laughs> hair now." Now, <laughs> and, what and, you guys and, are and it turns blonde. It and, might and, be true. and the water and, and the kids will rub the hair down on my legs and it's and it sticks down. But it's just as plausible. After the last eight years, they said, All right, no nobody, no, no presidents get to use <laughs> no. the Twitter anymore. No one no more, no no. more Twitter. <laughs> but you know, you know, Trump was sitting sitting in his limo. Driving, driving to wherever he was, and he was like, "Oh yeah, Confe I'm about to... <laughs> I'm about to roast these bitches, and just you know, he had a little more pizzazz on his on his tweets. Okay, I mean, he he was so fast to clap back on Twitter. He was he was worse than than Wendy's. So Dude, funny. the Wendy's roast day. I read some of those. Those were actually all right. They are pretty good. They Wendy's does a pretty good job. Whoever is in charge of their social media, ten out of ten. I think it's great that corporations like that have like an online presence that people can like identify with and appreciate. Uh, do you guys follow the Bills on TikTok? No, no. I fucking hate the Bills. Their TikTok is fucking hilarious. It's the same kind of nonsense. They posted a video on about how to stay warm and like the first thing was dumping soup into your pockets like how to stay warm at the game <laughs> and like the last thing was bringing your own turnstile so you don't have to touch the cold one in the, in, when you get in there I so like, it was just a bunch of ridiculous shit like that um unfortunately though we have due to time constraints we gotta talk about the end of the world next week oh. uh but it might be too late by then meanwhile uh, donald trump is sitting in the corner whispering his twitter ready just saying I mean, isn't he banned still? He is not banned. Uh, I keep getting emails that are, one, asking me for money to support him. uh, And then two, to follow him on his uh, on his new uh, new social media stuff. That is so fucking. Listen, just in case the world is over by, you know, next week. Because Russia started nuclear warfare with the world, and we participated. Um, I'm really far behind, aren't I? They're basically at the point where there was a cyber attack in the Ukraine yesterday, I think, or Thursday. I can't remember. The days have blurred together. And oh, Ukraine intelligence said that'll be the first step. They will they will do like a cyber attack, and then they're going to invade us. That's how this is going to work. So, um, they're setting up false flag operations. Apparently, we're talking yeah, about that yeah, where they're going to well, attack their own troops and yeah. be like Ukraine attacked us. Yeah, he's trying to pull some Hitler shit right now. It'd be funny right. if he still does it, even though the whole world knows he's going to do it. He's, he's playing, like, it was Ukraine. You know, Vladimir Putin was playing hockey a week or two ago, having the time of his life right now. Man, he does not give a fuck if someone tries to start war with him. He's ready. Maybe 
We'll see. Now, granted, whether he has that type of rhetoric or not, I think Russia would stand to get their ass kicked. Personally. Did you did you see? Um, this is the last little bit. Then we do going to move on. Um, a couple of weeks ago, they they were about to uh, on the day of their launch of their new nuclear hypersonic submarine, it blew up in port. Mm. And now you're you're going to tell me that that doesn't mm. have some uh That's some American fishy. undertones to it? Yeah, some Black um, Hawk. Yeah, well, uh, they also because I I have a friend who uh who's no longer stateside. Bum, bum, bum. Well, they also don't know how to launch a fucking, you know, rocket into space anymore. So you're yeah. so right. You're so right. They have fallen. Um, they have fallen so behind the curve on that because they're trying so hard to have how? more nukes than everybody. Like, like literally, how though? Like you, you were successful. They're they're like they're like me. They're one bad day away from bankruptcy. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah. They need this war dude. to jumpstart their economy. Uh, dude, honestly, honestly, God. honestly, yeah, Russia's economy's fucked right now, mm-hmm. and Vladimir Putin has taken one of the biggest fucking gambles in his entire career. Honestly, he needs assassinated. I'll just say it now. So. I'll do it. I volunteer. Hey. I'll offer myself as tribute. We're we're gonna we're gonna get raided now. Cool. Hopefully on air live. I'm sure there's a whole fucking Facebook page that's called Assassinate Vladimir Putin. So. I'm not a part of that organization, but yet maybe I maybe, will. Be. Maybe that's our first sponsor for the podcast. Yeah. Hey guys. Now, honestly, the way things are escalating and the demands that Russia's making, there's there's no impasse on that. Yeah. 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 Security guarantees not allowing the Ukraine to join NATO. Uh, yeah, this is not happening. So. He either he either bitches out and backs down, or we go to war. That's kind of what that's kind of the two options. Honestly, at this rate, I just kind of want to see Moscow leveled. I'm tired of their shit. So wild, another fall of and the we, Soviet and, Union. And we don't even need to be the ones to do it. We have plenty of allies over there who are locked and loaded and ready to fucking nuke their shit. Not even you don't even need to nuke them. I mean, well, we bomb, see, bomb the shit out of them. We know they're locked and loaded because we gave them the locks and the loads. You see. <laughs> Oh yeah, the first step of world domination is arm all of your allies with all of your weapons, right? The good toys. Even um, your enemies. Remember Afghanistan, don't forget hashtag 2021. We pulled out and we'll they uh, they have it all. Um yeah. We pulled out and they kept the load. So, uh I have a question for you guys. Am I the asshole for eating pizza in yes. front of someone who's fasting? No. Yes. No. So my boyfriend, who's 30, decided at the beginning of the year he was going to go not eat for 40 days because of religious reasons. But wouldn't tell me more except I just have to do this. This man has main character energy. Okay. He thinks he's <laughs> the main character of his life. <laughs> I said I I told him I thought this was dangerous and that we have been really and that we've been really sick the last week. He said he didn't care and hasn't eaten in 15 days. He doesn't look good and said he went to the hospital while I was at work, but it was for something unrelated to not eating. (laughs) Well, tonight is my night off, and I told him I was going to order food and take it to my room because he gets really mad when I eat. After I made the phone call, he was was crying and just said, nothing's wrong when I asked what's up. (laughs) I got my, he, then he got in his car and left. I felt really bad, and now I'm worried about driving, him driving when he doesn't seem like he's feeling good. P.S. I don't have much food in my house anyways, and I can't go to the store. 
Well, no. He's that's just... funny. I'm not going to lie. That's is. funny. That's not even that's not even asshole level. That's just fucking funny. Because I can't believe you would eat in front of me. Okay. 40 days, that's Lent. But you don't stop eating. You just okay. To... Maybe you don't love God enough. You're, you know what? You're right. I'm, but I'm just saying you like Listen. you stop eating meat except fish on Fridays. That's that just is just because the three of us could fast for a combined 120 days doesn't mean we should. <laughs> um, but with the rules of three, you cannot survive three seconds or three three minutes without air, three days without water. That's wrong. Three weeks without food. What do you mean? You're done. <laughs> You're so done. Uh, it's six minutes without air. You can you cannot come back from that. You, but we're talking about the, the the easy simple survival okay. rules. Not yeah. it's six minutes and twenty seven seconds <laughs> without air. It is three weeks and four and a half days without water, and exactly four weeks and six days without food. Add one day per ten pounds. Like it's. Yeah. Eat my butt. <laughs> I I had my EMT license. Actually, <laughs> I would just be actually. telling my boy I'd just be telling my boyfriend you're you're not that guy. You know I'd be telling my boyfriend that I'm into girls. And I just I love the mysteriousness. I have to do this. You're it's not about that guy, me bud. and God. Not that guy. And then he cries because you order pizza. You're not that guy. Eat the um, pizza then. Well, you know that what's going to happen is the first meal he eats, he's going to get violently ill because the stomach doesn't, doesn't, well, doesn't even you know, know. You know what they say. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Peanut butter first with he a, needs Snickers. a Snickers. He's just hangry. He gets You know, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I have never in my life ever dreamed of not eating for a week. And I, somebody I know it was ordered by their doctor not to eat for a week. You'd have to strap me to a bed. It's just that what the f- yeah. That's what do you funny. mean not eat? I've never been satisfied by Snickers, so. I mean, true. Mm. You know, you know what satisfies me? A medium-sized pizza. <clears throat> a whole medium-sized pizza. A whole cheese pizza just for me. <laughs> All right. What's the next one? Am I the asshole for wanting to move out while my roommate is struggling financially? <laughs> I've done this ha, ha, before. Ha. Um, that's really fucking funny. <laughs> you did that before to me. Is, was Josh the asshole for it? Josh was the asshole for it. Oh, well, uh, I think we already got our answer to this one. Uh, basically, Josh said, hey, I know you're struggling. You want to move in with me? I'm like, I don't really need to, but that sounds fun. Sure. Fast forward X amount of months. Hey, we're moving out. You don't have to, but we are. So it'll just be your problem if you don't. Wow. That happened. <laughs> wow. That's cold, Joshua. <laughs> no, that does not happen. What actually happened was I was homeless at 16 because, you know, real life. And I lived with Tyler. The streets the streets not really no not really i always had somewhere to go i live with tyler and i was like hmm instead of instead of going to college let's take a year off and get this nice nice ass townhouse and we're like okay cool 
Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Well, you see, we were so young and we were still trying to figure out what we wanted to do with our life. So we tried what? We tried factory work. We tried security work. Uh, I don't even know what other job, like, I think Tyler worked at like a fast food spot. I worked at fast food before. This just did not work out for me. And Tyler, Tyler took, Tyler got sick and was let go from Whirlpool. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. And I just left him. And it was a mess. We destroyed the ceiling in that, in that apartment. (laughs) We, it was, and I, and literally I I moved out in a morning, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Like, Like literally one morning, I just said, Hey, I'm leaving. We're, we're done with this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had fun. Thank you for staying. And then, yeah. So, was I the asshole? No. Um, debatable. Debatable. Hey, tell us if Josh was the asshole at TJN Podcast at gmail. Don't ask his mom, though. If you're Melissa, fuck off. Nobody asked you. Meth. Um, <laughs> Meth, Melissa. Hi, mom. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> Please stop trying to talk to me. Methalissa. I like that. <laughs> uh I've been living with three other people for the past couple of months. Uh, on a month on a month to month, I've decided that ultimately I need to be living on my own. I just feel as if I don't have control over my own environment anymore. It seems to have gone over well with most of my roommates, except for the one that I've been living with for the past three years. He believes that I'm doing a disservice as a friend for leaving him in a poor financial situation, forcing his rent to go up. I told him it would still be a good couple of months before I move, but that I didn't seem to, I didn't seem to calm the situation. He recently got a car that he's struggling with payments on, and I believe it's just a lot of stress on him right now, and probably feels hurt that I wanted to be on my way. I feel bad, but I also feel like this is something I need to do for myself and my well-being. Am I the asshole for not considering him and his finances more? I would say, but because he gave him a couple months, no. But because he moved out in one day, yeah. but here's the thing fuck you bud here's the thing if you gave him a couple months moving out in one day shouldn't be an issue because he should have had it handled by then yeah i mean even if not i mean you really can't you shouldn't be relying on your roommates to like yeah i mean obviously you're in that situation because you're splitting bills uh, but you you should look at it had two months to put out a craigslist ad to find another roommate regardless if they're a serial killer or not my friend feels like they need to do this to better their lives so i should support them yeah and instead of how could you do this to me me right now with what's going on in my life what about me 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 yeah don't be an asshole asshole what year were you guys born 98 12 yeah 12 got it Mm -hmm. So you were born in the actual apocalypse, guy. Mm-hmm. I was born pre-Y2K, and I survived it. This is nothing. Um, okay, so you are technically Gen Z. Got it. Uh, we're, I, in my, in my are, honest opinion, we're in the weird in-between. We are. The qualities of both generations. 96 and after is a technical label. Yes, like technically Z's. we are... Yeah. However, you were on that cusp of like that millennial stage of shit, so I get it. We experienced the end of the millennials and the beginning of the Gen Z. We don't really identify completely with either one of them. That's so cute. You're not binary. Yeah, it's awesome. 
I'm a tree. You're, not, right? you're, you're non binary You're a tree. <laughs> yes, sir. Listen, I've been told my All whole right. life you're not a you're not a '90s baby. Even have though, you, listen, even listen, your I whole was, life being I was, told what you're not. <laughs> listen, listen. I was born in the '90s, and we consume the same media. There's no fucking difference. I'm sorry that you were. I'm sorry that I don't remember 9/11 as well as you do. Oh, I've, 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 I, I, <laughs> honestly, I really had. Uh, I'm not going anywhere with that question. I was. Just, <laughs> I just know Gen Z is '96 and after, but I would consider Gen Z really 2000 and after, in my opinion. That'd be a harder for me. Yeah, a harder line. Um. But you know, there's that. There's like five years gap in the middle there. That's kind of like. But then, yeah. But then, like you know, they say everything after 2010 is Gen or uh, Gen Alpha. So like, you're nice kids, for instance, or Gen Alpha, and they are the generation that is going to uh, never know what life was like without technology. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's why we're actually considered Gen Z because our we spent most of our life most of our yeah most of our life with technology like we had you know pretty much everything handheld Uh, games uh, we had dial-up still we had landlines still we had flip phones still yeah right but well but we had less time with those items alpha lives in a completely like digital world have you seen yeah have you seen the thing though where like if anyone like our age or just slightly younger if you ask them to like pretend they're on the phone they do the thumb finger thing <laughs> if you, you ask the, any the young kids do the palm to the face like a smartphone, smartphone. Yeah. yeah really yeah yeah if you have any, if you I've, have always, any I've always like, oh yeah that's... me too but like if you ask like if you're like a, a younger cousin or whatever ask them and they'll, they'll do that yeah arthur won't talk to anyone on the phone unless it's through like facetime uh, Lizzie, oh, really? re- she refuses to talk. She just likes to just watch. She's a, she, like, says, she makes me hold her whenever I video call Josh, and she just stares at the camera. Yeah. Like, if I hold the fucking phone in Arthur's face with, like, my mom on the other end of it mm-hmm. and say, talk to Grandma, he'll eventually be like, I love you. <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, ah! he said it. He, yeah. he said it. <laughs> I love. It's like, all right, I did what the lady wanted. Now let me watch Bear. <laughs> His new favorite show is Masha and the Bear. Is that a Russian show? Masha and the yeah. Bear. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's not going to last very much longer, is it? Yeah, no. It's heading off the air next well, week. Well, well, it's either going to be no more Russian media or only oh. Russian media. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be pretty gnarly. I, I have my chips on, on, on one scenario, so. All right. Right. beat them once um you got trivia uh yeah i do have trivia we're gonna make it pretty short since we are hitting pretty late he's gonna ask what's your favorite color and whoever answers his favorite color wins <laughs> <laughs> and if we uh, both don't say it trivia is <laughs> over we fucking suck yeah you guys are getting sent off to russia um okay Siberia. So we're gonna ask we're gonna ask three questions no stealing uh, person who answers the three wins, Whoa. and then there will be a in the event of a tie, which there won't be a tie because Tyler's not very good at trivia. Uh, <laughs> if there is a tie, we will have a tie breaking breaking question. Okay. Wait, wait. What if what if we tie no. on the tiebreaker? No. You the, just pick one. Uh, technically, there should be no tying. Whoever gets the three first, you can't both get the three at the same time. Right, but what if no one gets the tiebreaker? 
and no one gets any questions, then but what do you have? You can't have? tie. It's impossible. The, the tie – okay, Tyler, if you answer all three of your questions correct and you have three points, Nick, if you answer all three of your questions correct and you have three points, the tie – Oh, you're question, asking us individually. Okay. Yes, Dad. All right, Dad, you guys ready? I get okay. it now. The tiebreaker so question – listen, the tiebreaker question is personal perspective. Okay? Okay. Okay. I'm moving my head back and forth because you guys are on that side of the screen. And you guys What's funny is side. you're looking at me on my screen, but Nick is below you, not to your other, not to the other <laughs> side. <laughs> Tyler's on bottom, and then Josh is to my left. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, <clears throat> Nick, you're gonna go first. Okay. Which is the largest country in the world? Russia. Yes, sir. Tyler. Actually. Actually. <laughs> USA. USA. How larger in size is Russia than in the United States? What the fuck kind of differential in question is this bullshit? That's some math, man. Fuck it that. Is, it is five times larger. Seven times larger. No. 600 feet. No. <laughs> I don't know what kind of fucking answer to give you. <laughs> okay. Nick. That's you say funny. I'm bad at trivia. And I'm looking at the questions I get. <laughs> How many Earths can you fit in Jupiter, Tyler? Uh, All of them. Which is the only continent where spiders don't exist? Ooh, Antarctica? Yes. Good job. What's the weight of the moon, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what are the four great inventions of ancient China? Um, I know fireworks are one. No, they're not. What are you? Yes, they are. <laughs> the Chinese invented fireworks and guns. They they invented one very key component to fireworks and guns. That is not true. That it is actually. <laughs> yes, they, it is. They gun created powder. they created the first firearms. They created gunpowder. Then they created the first firearms. But that but firearms and fireworks are not are not one of the one of the greatest uh, greatest inventions. All right, guess three other things. That's all I got. Porn. <laughs> That's all I got. The Great Wall of China. <laughs> okay, okay. Dictatorships. No. <laughs> Human rights violations. Dong. <laughs> Common concentration camps. Invading Taiwan. Okay. So, Nick, if you if you social credit scores. There we go. <laughs> if you answer this, you're you're a winner. Okay. Sure. Yeah. It's the first letter of the alphabet. Who invents the phonograph? Uh, the phonograph. Oh, photograph? Phono. 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 Hey, that's Thomas not Pete. Phone. <laughs> that. I'm uh, phonograph. Uh, I don't, Edison? I don't fucking know. Yeah, Thomas Edison. Yeah, fuck me. Good right. job. Look, Tyler, you got zero out of three. Nick, you got three out of three. That's what's what the, we're used to. Good job. Uh, what? What's the tiebreaker? What would have been the tiebreaker? What? This what would be what was my favorite color? What you guys already suggested. Orange. Tyler would have won that. Is it orange still? It is orange. It is orange. <laughs> I actually knew that because I asked you months ago. So we would have both got it right. How so are you going to pretty shitty tiebreaker? How, how are you going to how, how are you going to do the tiebreaker though? Were you going to just whoever says it first wins? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a buzzer beater. Beat Wait, my uh, buzzer, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is orange, Alec? What is orange, Joshua? Oh boy, guys, that was so much that, fun. That was the podcast. 
That was sure. <laughs> that was the episode. Take it or leave it. Um, check out the socials. Please send us some emails. TJNpodcast at gmail.com. We love you so much. Hey. Ta-ta for now. Thanks for listening. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.